growing into maturity now i've come to realize and understand that everything that has life is designed to grow everything that has life is designed to grow and let me be quick to say this this is a midweek service so i appreciate that you take your notes and you write the things that we are sharing it will be a blessing to you amen so everything that has life is designed to grow and this is both in the physical and in the spiritual now so far as you determine that something as life you must expect growth growth is actually an expectation and as christians god has an expectation of growth on us now we need to understand something and i want to teach this with a certain kind of revelation that will help you understand the need to grow into maturity now the christian life is referred to as the born again life when you become born again we call it the new life or the new birth now it is so because you have been born into the spirit so the born again life or the new life is more of the spirit than in the physical because you are born into the kingdom of god which is a spiritual kingdom now the day you gave your life to christ the day you accepted jesus as your lord and personal savior that day you became born again now to be born again means that you have been born as a child into the kingdom of god you have been born as a child into the kingdom of god you have been born as a child into the kingdom of god and so once you have been born as a child into the kingdom of god just as it is in the natural growth is expected growth is expected now every child is expected to grow if you're a child and you are born and you are not growing there's something wrong with you there's something wrong with you so growth is an expectation of every living thing of every living thing now where are we growing to now the purpose of growth is maturity the purpose of growth is maturity let's take for example a seed a seed is um is something that has life in it a seed has life in it but the seed needs to be subjected to growth before the fullness of the life in the seed can be attained so as small as a seed may be inside the seed and this is the mystery this is the mystery of growth and maturity so the seed as small as it is contains a tree and contains fruit so inside the seed is the tree and the fruit but you will never see the tree or the fruit unless the seed is subjected to growth however the fruits that you get from the seed is only attained when the tree acquires or gets to its maturity am i making sense at all now it does not mean that anything growing is matured there's a place in growth called maturity that's the highest place in growth so when something is born it goes through a process called growth 
and the ultimate point of growth is what we call maturity because at maturity whatever is embedded in that life can fully express itself okay a child a female child has a womb has a womb at birth but cannot produce babies until through the process of growth the child attains a stage called maturity in maturity she can now give birth all right so when the child is born and the child is let's say four months she cannot give birth to another kind when the child is five years she cannot give birth to another kind when the child is 16 years it may be possible but you know you need to get to a certain place called maturity before all that you are designed to be can have expression that's why it is essential for us to grow into maturity it is the life journey is the life trajectory of every living thing without maturity what god has put within you cannot have full expression because this is the order of life it takes place in animals it takes place in every living thing now when you become born again you are born as a child hallelujah you are born as a child and whatever god has placed within you cannot have full expression until thank you holy spirit until you are fully matured but look at this growth in itself whether physical or spiritual growth is not automatic you know you don't just grow because you have been born this is where a lot of believers get it wrong because many people are born they are born again but they are not growing and on grow you cannot even attain the promises of god because the promises of god are into a stage a phase in growth of maturity it is only at maturity that you can walk in a certain dimension with god that's why maturity cannot be exchanged listen all the christian activities to lead to one thing it should lead to maturity now let's do some bible reading let's do some bible reading ephesians chapter 4 verses 13 let me show you something in the word of god ephesians chapter 4 verses 13 yes until we all reach unity in the faith now the bible says until we all reach now the word reach is what we call attainment the bible is saying we all must reach it means we are in a journey from birth there's still a reach there's an expectation so the bible says until we all reach continue the unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the son of god so there's a dimension in god that we need to attain are you here with me at all our born again experience is a journey a journey towards maturity so don't get excited that you are born again because like i said a seed carries in itself a tree now when you compare the size of a seed to the size of a tree you realize that the value of a seed is in the tree 
and so our pursuit is for maturity it also means that thank you holy spirit it also means that if you fail to mature though you have the capacity to become a tree you remain a seed this is the risk in failing to grow into maturity and we have a lot of believers who are at that stage still babies failing to grow into maturity now maturity is not automatic for example when you give birth to a child the child does not grow because the child has come into the world the child grows before because you feed the child when you give birth to a baby and you fail to feed the baby instantly within a few hours or within a few days the baby dies that means growth is not something that is automatic you don't grow because you are born again or you don't grow because you go to church growth has nothing also to do with physical age now spiritual growth listen to this spiritual growth is attained by spiritual exercise you cannot grow spiritually just because you attend church just because you belong to a department in church just because you are a christian no you grow because you feed your spirit just as in the natural you have to eat to grow in the spiritual you cannot grow until you eat so he says until we all reach unity in the faith in the knowledge of the son of god in the knowledge of the son of god so there's something that induces growth and the bible says that it is called the knowledge of the son of god what this means is that just as food natural food helps a child to grow the word of god also helps the spiritual baby to grow are you here with me at all so until you have the word of god in you you cannot grow you don't grow because you are born you grow because you eat and it happens in the physical just as it happens in the spirit continue reading for me and become mature he says the rich the purpose of your being born is to become mature look at it the purpose of you, of, of you being born is not just to make it to heaven if Jesus' purpose for saving you is to take you to heaven you would have died as salvation you need to understand this there's a purpose for which you are born and that purpose is for you to grow into maturity so he says and become mature continue attaining to the whole measure of the fullness attaining of to the whole measure of the fullness of christ listen to this you were born again with this purpose the purpose is so that you will grow from being born again to become Christ did you hear what I said you became born again to become Christ the objective of your being born again is to become Christ he says attaining to the whole measure 
of the fullness of Christ. Now, the measure of our Christianity is not a pope. It's not a bishop. It's not a prophet. It's not a, an apostle. You are not living your Christian life to become like an apostle. Maturity, listen, is not in any person's title. Now listen to me. If your dream as a Christian, if your dream is to become a big bishop or is to become a big prophet or is to become like me or is to become like any of the fathers any great man of God you don't understand the purpose of your born again experience there's already a standard no man can become a standard there's already a standard the Bible says attaining to the whole measure the whole measure not part of the measure the whole measure in Christ is the whole measure so when you become born again God's intention is to bring you to the place where you are like Christ so spiritually until you are like Christ in his fullness you are not mature now spiritual maturity is not about sleeping and seeing dreams any child can have a dream. Now, dreams are not specific. They, they have nothing to do with maturity. Now, I have a seven-year-old daughter. And, and when she sleeps, she has a lot of dreams. In fact, she comes to me and she can remember her dreams vividly. I cannot say that because she dreamt, she's mature. So, gifting, the manifestation and expression of gifting cannot be the standard for maturity you didn't hear that listen when you see someone operating in a gift it has nothing to do with maturity because a gift is given for free and anyone can express a gift but because we don't understand these things we see men of gifts as men of maturity our calling it's not to be gifted. Our calling is to be mature. Don't forget that. We are called to be mature. We are called onto the place of maturity. Don't be impressed by the gifts. Gifts are given for free by the Father. So, this should be your consciousness. Since you became born again, what has been your focus? If your focus has not been to mature now I know a lot of people are born again but all they are looking for is maybe a prophetic gift or a healing gift and all of that you don't know why you are born again even it is more dangerous listen to me it is more dangerous for an immature person to be gifted a gift has no value in the hands of an immature person Imagine you gifted a five-year-old with a, with a car, with a brand new 4 by 4 It loses its value. The prophetic gifts, the healing gifts, the power gifts, they are like 4 by 4s They are like aeroplanes. So as a child of God, your quest should not be to be gifted. Your quest should be to be matured. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 11. 
First Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I speak as a child. Listen to what Paul is saying. He says, when I was a child, there's a stage in Christianity called the childish stage. It means you are born again. It's called the new convert. It has nothing to do with your age. You can be 50 years old in the physical, but in the spirit, you are just born again. It means you are a child in the sight of God. And we have many people like that. It is not wrong to be a child because it is part of the process of our born again experience. You are born as a child. It's part of the plan of God. Every Christian was born as a child. The problem is to remain a child. That means you are wasting the investment of God. Am I talking to someone at all? So, Paul said, when I was a child, when I was a child, it means in the past. When he got born again, he was a child. He says, I speak as a child. So the first manifestation of a child is how he speaks. If you want to see a childish Christian, you see by how they speak. Childish Christians say things like, nothing good will come out of me. I can't do this. Childish Christian says, I, I can't do this. It is how children speak. Because childish Christians don't have a great revelation about God. And so anytime they look at the things that God wants them to do, they look at themselves instead of looking at God. So Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. Childish Christians say uh, things like, my sickness will kill me. Because they are not fully aware of the healing promise that God has made available to believers. Praise Jesus. So you can tell the maturity of a Christian by how they speak. They speak like children. Children react. They speak. They speak with words that do not carry any wisdom. It's a sign of immaturity. Praise Jesus. It's a sign of immaturity. He said, I speak as a child. Continue. I understood as a child. So, another sign of childishness is how you understand. Children struggle with understanding. You teach them and teach them and teach them, but they don't grasp it. It's a sign of immaturity because children have a low retention rate. They are not able to assimilate information. So he said, I understood as a child. So the, the way you understand things, the way you are able to understand the instructions and be able to comply by them, it tells whether you are a child or you are mature. Your understanding. He said, I understood as a child. He said, I thought as a child. So the third level to determine childishness in a Christian is the way they think. You know, if you are a child as a Christian, you begin to yield your mind to thoughts like, I'm going to die 
very soon to thoughts like no one likes me to thoughts like this thing is too hard now when you find yourself in that situation just know that you are manifesting childishness is the way you think you think impossibility it's a sign of childishness continue the reading when I became a man he says but when I became a man listen to this when I became a man it means in the process of time so a Christian listen to me is supposed to be born as a child but it's supposed to grow into a man and when we say man we are talking about the spirit in the spirit there's nothing like female or male man represent the spirit it represent the fullness of the stature of the being called the human being so this also fits for women it says when i became a man so in the process of time everyone is supposed to become a man now if you become a christian for five years and you are still at that level of a child you are wasting the whole born again experience you are wasting it so why do we go to church we go to church to grow into maturity why do we pray all these activities are culminating into a purpose now let me show you something let me show you something now god we are born again listen to this you need this listen to this we are born again so that we can become like christ in stature and to become like christ in stature means to grow to become like christ now if you don't mature you can't walk with god why because in john chapter 4 the bible says god is a spirit now i'm going to teach you something here so pay attention god is a spirit now you are born again as a spirit the born again experience is a regeneration of your spirit so your spirit is new your spirit is young your spirit is a baby god is a matured spirit now god desires a relationship with you not in the flesh because god is a spirit now if god is going to be able to have this relationship he needs to oh my god he needs to wait to attain that level of maturity imagine you have a child a five-year-old and let's say you are 40 years and you want to communicate to this child just imagine you want to communicate some deep things on your heart Maybe you went to work and had a hard time at work. You want to share this with your child. Because listen, the quest of our Christianity is not to acquire things from God. But is to become like Him in every sense. Is to fellowship. Listen to this. The joy of Christianity is not in the things we get from God. The joy of Christianity is in the fellowship we have with God. Listen. If all you have experienced is the things you get from God, you have not known Him. There's a joy. There's an intimacy. It's called koinonia. There's a fellowship. 
it is far more valuable my god than anything that god can give you with his hand the bible said john the revelator he attained that height in maturity so much that he didn't ask jesus for anything the bible said he slept in the breast of jesus it was a place he desired to be now there's a place in god in christ where you desire fellowship paul said that i may know him that i may know him is that place of intimacy it's so sweet it cannot compare to any physical thing that you attain from his hand many people are trading this experience for things because they are not mature no matter how much you want to share your heart with the child you cannot do it so the problem is not you the problem is the child many adults had to wait until their children were 18 before they shared things that were on their heart so you see the situation that god finds himself there are things god wants to reveal to you but because you are not matured he has to wait oh boy this is the problem with failing to mature now the process to maturity is what we call growth the objective of christianity is not growth the objective of christianity is maturity but the process to maturity is growth growth is the processes that you go through in order to attain that maturity so at this level there are things that god cannot show you he, he cannot share with you that's why in the book of revelation i mean there were many disciples but jesus revealed himself to john why because john did not only follow jesus remember look at peter let me show you typical example of people who fail to mature look at peter look at peter he followed jesus and when jesus manifested a dimension of gifting he was so impressed he followed jesus because listen because jesus helped him to fulfill something and there are many Christians who come into the faith because they were looking for something. And they are still in the faith because they are still looking for more. You will never mature. That's not the purpose of God for your life. Now, let me just move on. Let me just move on. Let me just move on. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 11. Read the last part. He says, but when I became a man, I did what? I put away childish things. I put away childish things. Now, when you read this scripture, 1 Corinthians 13, 11, you see the effort of Paul, not the effort of God. Which tells us that maturity is a personal effort. You cannot wish to grow. You make efforts to grow. So our growth, Marco Rafa Sete, is determined by us. You can get born again today. And in the next three months, you'll be matured. I'm telling you. This is a mystery. I'm telling you. How much growth you want to see is dependent on you, not on God. He says, I put... He didn't say, God, help me to put childish things away. You know, some people pray and say, God, help me not to be foolish. God, help me. Help me not to be foolish. The fact that you know you are foolish means that you just have to stop being foolish. God has no help for you. No, God has 
God has no help for you. You have to help yourself. Now, the first stage in making progress in life is your ability to know your problem. Once you know your problem, you know your solution. It's as simple as that. When you don't know your problem, you are at a very difficult stage. But if you can tell that I'm stupid, I'm foolish, it means that you know that foolishness is not good for you. You know that there's something more than foolishness. If you are foolish and you don't know you are foolish, it's a different ball game altogether. But the moment you know you are the one to do something about it, it says, I put away child. It means that, listen to this. It means you can refuse to be a child. Childishness in the spirit can be put away. You don't need SNA. You don't need rice and chicken. You can just grow in the spirit by putting away childishness. Wow. It means in the spirit, listen to this. In the spirit, if you are crawling and you want to walk, you just have to put away crawling and start walking. <laughs> Someone say, how is that possible? Let me show you. Paul became one of the most matured Christians in his time. Do you know how long it took Paul? Three years. Just three years. He became the most mature. God entrusted him with the deepest of revelation. In fact, Paul said, I have seen things I cannot communicate. Now, listen to this. By the time Paul was three years in the faith, Peter was about six years in the faith. And yet Paul communicated divine mysteries. And Peter said, these things are too high for us. It means that our growth in the spirit is not bound by time as it is in the physical. You can determine your own growth by the things you put away. You can change and grow when you do the right things. He says, I put away childish things. Read Acts chapter 17 verse 10. I'm being blessed by this. Acts 17 10. God overlooked people's ignorance about these things in earlier times. Now listen to this. The Bible says there's something about God. Now I'm coming to something that will really bless you. So stick with me. There's something about God. It says God overlooked their what? Ignorance. Ignorance. It says God overlooked people's ignorance about these things in earlier times. What is the Bible saying? You see, when you are a child, you are ignorant. You are ignorant. But when you are ignorant, God overlooks it. Continue. But now he it says, but now he commands everyone. He commands everyone. Everywhere. Everywhere. To repent. To repent of their sins. And turn to and him. Turn to him. So God will pardon you when you are at a certain stage. I'll give you an example. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll give you an example. For example, when you're a child, you can pray prayers like this. God, please, give me 
some money to pay my school fees tomorrow. You are ignorant. That's why you are praying like that. But God can look at you as a child and grant you that request. It doesn't mean that God endorses that way of praying. And it doesn't mean it will work the next time. That's why see, child, childish Christians, I'm not talking about Christians who are not physically old. I'm saying childish Christians. Childish Christians, they have a yo-yo kind of life. It's like they go up and they go down. Listen, the Christian life is supposed to go upwards only. There's no backwardness in Christianity. The life, Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So our life, our trajectory is abundance from glory to glory, from faith to faith. We are not to retrogress. Anytime you retrogress, it means God overlooked an error, an ignorance and gave you a second chance. <laughs> So Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. There's a way you pray like a child. For example, when you're a child, you say, God, if you don't do this for me, or you say, God, do this for me, so I do this for you. That's how a child prays. Now, when you do that, and it works, it doesn't mean that it's a matured way to pray. Are you here with me at all? Yes. God can overlook your childishness, but not forever. He says, but now, he has commanded everyone. So there's a time your childish ways will not pass the blessing. They will not pass. So when you get to that point, you begin to wonder. I've seen people who say that, I have done all that I know. It's not working. I've done all I know. It used to work in the past because God overlooked your childishness that means there's a way to pray there's a way to walk there's a way to talk there's a way to live this Christian life and all of that is encapsulated in your maturity grow into maturity that's where you see God's best is in maturity you see a Christian who is weeping and praying to God and crying uh, it's like God this my sickness and then you begin to cry and you begin to cry and then in your mind God will be moved by your tears then you wake up in the morning and you are healed and then you begin to think that it is your tears that brought the healing but God overlooked your ignorance but tomorrow he will not overlook your ignorance how would you feel if you were let's say 10 years and then in the night you go to your mother and say mommy i need some food and then your mother gets up to get you some food and then you are 30 years and you go into your uh, mother's room and say mommy i need some food and then you expect your mother to go into the room and bring you food you were pardoned because you were 10 years but not at 30. so the fact that something worked doesn't mean god approves it you know God spoke to Moses. He said, speak to the rock. Speak. That's instruction for mature people. He said, speak to the rock. And then Moses, out of immaturity, 
he struck the rock twice he smote the rock and the bible says and water gushed out of the rock now that was a miracle so Moses may think that wow that's a new method that's a new way listen to me the people of Israel may think that that action that act it pleases God but look at what happened God became angry with Moses and said that Moses will not attain the promised land so Moses acted in ignorance as a child but for the sake of the people God produced a miracle it does not so the miracle was not produced on the desire of Moses okay the miracle was produced on the mercy of God it means Moses is ruled out of the equation but because men cannot see the dealings of God they may say that wow when you strike a rock twice it will produce a miracle and then they do it and they don't see a miracle God pardoned the people because of the ignorance of Moses so seeing a certain result in your life when you are still a child should not make you happy you may have a breakthrough but you know you are still a child it's a dangerous breakthrough you may have a miracle you know you are still a child it's a dangerous miracle because whatever you did to generate that miracle you cannot do it again it will be strange when you plant a tree a fruit bearing tree that's supposed to bear fruit by the third year and then by the first year it bears fruit and then you're excited you're excited you should be concerned hallelujah you should be concerned so maturity is God's purpose now take me to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14 to 15 read it for me quickly that we henceforth be no more children look at this it says be no more children 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 say i'll not be a child anymore i'll not be a child say i'll not be a child anymore i'll not be a child say i'll not be a child anymore i'll not be a child it means that once you are born again as a child you must move on there must be a standard to measure whether you are still listen if you are born again and nothing changes in you maybe five years ago you became born again and your life your spiritual life is the same as when you became born again <laughs> you are a child the Bible says be no more children be no more children continue Talk to and fro. because there's a replication for remaining a child what the Bible is saying is that when you are a child you'll be tossed you'll be tossed you are at the mercy of Satan when you are a child you are at the mercy of the element childishness is vulnerability 
you cannot be a king and be a child it's not possible you were born again to reign in life you were born again to be king the bible says for we are a royal priesthood a holy nation you are a king and a priest you should pursue after these things but when you are a child the bible says you are tossed to and fro everything that comes gets you you know when you refuse to grow spiritual attacks now i have i mean i'm a deliverance minister almost everyone that i pray for that needs deliverance is a child i'm yet in my life and walk with god to pray and deliver someone who is mature because immaturity is the attainment of the fullness of the stature of christ a demon cannot live in christ a demon cannot live in christ but when you're a baby christian you can be under the influence of demons i'm here to see a mature christian who says i slept and i had a dream and a cow was chasing me a cow <laughs> in genesis the bible said all these are meat for you how be that your meat is chasing you toss to and fro so when you refuse to mature listen to what happens to you when you refuse to mature you are tossed the devil can play table tennis with you you become the ball that the devil uses to play table tennis so you wake up you have headache you know what happened in the realm of the spirit they use you to play table tennis. you even become the ball they used to play tournaments in demonic world fifa under 17 you are the ball if i when they are playing they say we have a ball that's the ball you wake up you say, i had a dream i had a dream and someone shot me and when i woke up i saw the the mark on ayaka how can how can the devil inflict a physical mark on you that's how vulnerable you have become because you failed to mature i've never seen a cow in my dream if at that day there will be a kebab party in my dream one of us must die and it's certainly not me <laughs> it's certainly not me someone said i had a dream and then um a fish came out of the water and the fish was chasing me wow the problem is not the people in your family you know when you meet people shepherds spiritual leaders prophet who don't understand these things they complicate your problem you know what they say they say come let me you know anointing oil cannot induce growth they can put you in a poly tank of anointing oil you won't grow an inch in the spirit people don't get these things now when you go through such experiences and maybe a pastor prophet says seven days fasting no he doesn't even understand what he's saying he's complicating the issue you are a baby you need to grow the only solution what you need is the word of God what you need is the word of God when you take the word of god and you build yourself with the word of god 
no devil in hell can touch you you the word of god becomes a resistance that's why many christians are moving all over they are buying candles they are buying creams they are buying calendars they are buying wristbands do you think the enemy is afraid of a wristband do you think the enemy is afraid of a candle no matter you keep buying these things because the problem has not been solved the bible says in matthew chapter 4 listen to this it says that the devil tempted jesus and when he tempted jesus jesus used the word and the bible said that when he quoted the word back to the devil he left him he left him because the word became the resistance the word in you is your security the word in you is your stature the word in you is your authority you don't have the word in you that's why when you open your mouth all you say is that nothing good is coming anytime you speak and you don't speak the word you are a child hallelujah praise jesus read galatians chapter 4 let's move away from Ephesians chapter 4 read Galatians chapter 4 1 and 2 read King James for me now I say that the heir listen to this he says now I say now I say that the heir the heir as long as he is a child now heir he's not talking about heir as in the air we breathe he's talking about heir h-e-i-r who is an heir an heir is one who is entitled look at the word entitled bonafide legitimate one who is entitled to inherit a property he's next in line for a property the property is will to him but look at it he says now i say that the heir the person who is entitled for a property is that person you when he became born again god willed every good and perfect gift to you when he became born again god willed over seven thousand promises to you when he became you were not just saved to go to heaven you were saved to reign in the earth you were saved to dominate the earth you were saved to overcome sicknesses even overcome death paul understood this thing so much in maturity that he said should i die or should i live i'm torn in between the two but i'll choose to live i can defy death jesus grew so much in stature the bible said when someone died he called the person to come back maturity causes you to defy death you are an heir to the promises of god you are an heir to prosperity listen you are not that's why you see when you go to god and you say please god god you know you know you know that i am nothing you know i am worthless god you know i'm useless how can you be praying like that you are a child do you beg for something that has been given to you 
It's not your property. Good health is your property. Do you know what a property is? It's been willed to you. Your name is on it. Prosperity is your property. Power is your property. The Bible said we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Far above principalities. They are not above you. They are under your feet. You're a child. That's why you're afraid of witches. You're a child. That's why you're afraid of ghosts. It's a manifestation of childishness. You're afraid of the unknown. You're afraid of death. Jesus said, I will lay down my life and pick it after the third day. Paul said, I don't know whether to die or to live. Death is a will. The Bible says concerning David, he said when he has served his generation, he fell asleep. <laughs> There's a consciousness which is attained by maturity. How can you say that I feel like I'm going to die? Stop that feeling. Stop that feeling. This may be too high for some people. The Christian experience. You know, it's not a religion. It's not something you just, like we are going to church, you know. It comes with a confidence, with a will. Say thank you, Holy Spirit. I wish you had thought these things earlier. Your life would have made a lot of progress. When you move into a place, angels around the place, you are not an ordinary person. You are not able to walk in these things because you are not matured. Grow. Let it be a deliberate objective. Grow. But let me just end with this. It says, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child. Now, it doesn't make sense. How can an heir be a child? It says you are an heir. It means that, look at it, God saw that you were a child, yet he made you an heir. But he's saying it now depends on you. As long as you remain a child. So childishness in the spirit is a choice. It's not a state. It's a choice. Anything you can put away. You are not bound to. For example in the natural. You need many years to grow. You cannot force growth. In the spirit you can force growth. Peter became born again. The same day he became born again, he became a follower of Jesus. He went around winning souls. By his third year as a Christian, he was preaching to 3,000 people. How many years have you been as a child of God? Some of you have been born again for 10 years. You've gone to over 10 churches. And you have not won one soul. The Bible says, look at it. It says the heir. The heir to prosperity. The heir to increase. The heir to abundance. As long as he refuses to grow. The Bible says what? Different nothing from, Different nothing from a servant. It means between you and a servant, there's no difference. Continue. Though he be Lord of all. Though he be Lord of all. So, Hayakasha, you are a Lord. <laughs> you are a Lord over prosperity. He says, Lord of all. Do you know what Lord is? 
Lord, another word for Lord is master. Hey, you are the master of prosperity. Jesus. The master of good health. The Lord of health cannot be sick. All the drug stores in town know you. You are yet a babe. You are yet a babe. You can't help it. I know you can't help it. You can't act mature. Listen to me. You can't act mature. No matter, for example, my seven-year-old can wear her mother's wig and wear her mother's shoe. You see that she's struggling. You can't act it. You have to be mature. Titles don't make you mature. Titles, they don't make you mature. Titles are recognized in the spirit. But when you fail to mature, when you, when you carry a title, this is what happens. The title is recognized in the spirit. But the title that is recognized in the spirit must be backed with a certain maturity, with a certain authority. Now, when the enemy comes after the title and does not see the, does not see the authority, he crushes you and, the, and your title. That's why there's a lot of casualty in the kingdom of God. He says, you do not differ from a servant. So, babies are slaves. Read NIV. What I am saying is that... He says, this is what I'm saying. All I've been trying to tell you is that you are born again. But it's not enough. So, don't get too excited. A lot of people are just excited. I went to church on Sunday. You have not intentionally worked on your maturity. So, he says, what I'm saying is this. As long as an heir is under age. You are an heir. You are a lord. But so far as you are under age in the spirit. Read on. He's no difference from a slave. You and a slave, no difference. This is what it means. You have a car. But because you are used to turn 18, you have to drive, you have to walk from Zongo Junction to every mountain the car will not be released to you this is why I have a problem with pastors who only focus on things because you cannot handle them how many prophetic words haven't you received where is it where is it you know some people get so excited when they meet a prophet and he says I see you'll be great. You'll be this. You'll be this. Where is it? Where is your greatness? Where is the greatness? You know why? What the prophet saw is that you are an heir of greatness. Yes. But let me tell you something. Do you know that as a Christian, you are an heir to good marriage? So, this is it. You shouldn't struggle for a husband or a wife. Now, listen to me. This is somebody's message. Listen to me. Just listen to me. I will end when I finish this. Your failure to mature is your greatest problem in Christianity, not Satan. So, God has programmed a husband for you. 
but look at this do you know that a husband for my daughter Lauren is available there's no shortage of men pay attention to me God is too intelligent oh God God doesn't do guesswork you know you don't get to the time of marriage and God is saying hey what do we do what do we do you are saying what do we do and God is saying ah me too I don't know what we'll do let's let's see what we can do okay um hey this why it will be hard oh. so a man grandma what am I going to get a man from okay let's let's try Kumasi and see then he goes to scan the whole of Kumasi then he comes back to you and say ah I didn't get some for you or should we go to Tamale no that's not how God is God is not erratic spirits are not erratic spirits are systematic look at how God created the world that's how you define spirit in the spiritual kingdom there is order there's an arrangement of all possibilities God spoke to Jeremiah he said before you were formed I knew you that means before conception there was a plan God does not you know we make our plans when we are fully developed none of you listening to me planned their future before they became a fetus you started your plans when you became enlightened that's how late men plan but God planned before you were a clot of blood in your mother's womb that shows you the difference between spiritual the spirit realm and the human realm so when people say um, places like Dubai is developed it's a nice place and they say there is no heaven look at, look at how human beings are thinking they say there is no heaven heaven and when heaven and when I mean try to tell she form glass and heaven heaven and when I mean try to tell look at this oh. human beings that are so late that takes so much time to plan they've done something that people can compare to the spirit that produced the man i don't know whether you understand what i'm saying so when we talk about excellence we are talking about the realm of the spirit he said before you were formed i knew you hey so how did you know me that's the intelligence of spirit you are not there he says i know you so now that you are there do you know how much knowledge he has about you says i ordained you there was ordination before your existence when you mature you understand these things so if manhattan or new york city can be so beautiful how much heaven So when you are not mature, you say heaven and no any. Chef from heaven and no any. <laughs> you lack intelligence because you are not mature. When you are not mature, these things they move you. He said you are an heir. Healing is yours, but you are sick. Why are you sick? Why are you sick? You are only sick because you are not mature. You are not sick because you know some people say immaturity is a sickness 
It's a sickness. Some people say, I'm sick because God wants to humble me. God wants to humble me. Between you and Jesus, who did God want to be more humble? Because Jesus was going to epitomize humility to us. He's the standard of our faith. Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. And now he's seated at the right hand side of God. Now, Jesus, the epitome of humility. And he was not humbled with sickness. But you, you that we don't even know your value in the kingdom of God, you are being humbled with stroke. God wants me to be humble. How wicked can God be? You don't understand. You don't understand. Job didn't understand. Job was not matured at a point. When his problem started, Job said, it is God that given. It is God that taken. Because he ascribed evil to God. He doesn't, he's not mature. He spoke like a child. This thing called immaturity eh, is a big problem. It puts you on the wrong side of God. Now let me end with this. I can't even, I can't even go on again. Let me end with this. Let me end with this. He says, you are not different from a slave. Wow. So you are in your own father's house. There's a flat screen TV. There's a home theater system. There's a Rolls Royce. There's a Lamborghini. But, hey. But the rules is that because you are immature, you can't touch it. Read it, read it, read it, read it. There's no difference from a slave. Yes, you are not. Di- there's no difference between you and a slave. Yet you are living in your own father's house. That's why they are Christians. They are in their father's house. They are in church, and their life looks so impoverished. The problem is not an altar in your background. Do you know what an altar is? They have made you believe a lie. God is saying you are a slave. It means the problem is not, he, he's not saying the devil has made you a slave. He's saying in the system of God, you have become a slave. So the devil has nothing to do with your issues. Now, listen to this. Being born again is passing from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Do you know what it means? It means everything that affects people in the kingdom of darkness cannot affect you anymore. That's why Jesus said, among men born of women, listen to what Jesus said, among men born of women, he was talking about John the Baptist. He said, among men that are born, listen to this. He said, among men that are born of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. Do you know what that means? Yet he is the least in the kingdom of God. And John the Baptist is the greatest prophet of all time. Before Jesus introduced this new life, we call born again. And he says, with all the greatness that John the Baptist had, when you become born again today, you are greater than John the Baptist. He says, yet the least in the kingdom is greater than he. A greater than John the Baptist is the born again believer. A greater than Elijah is the born again believer. A greater than Elisha is the born again believer. Now, I went to Atria Mountains. 
And when I was at Achia Mountains, I heard someone pray. He said, God, give me the anointing of Elijah. You know, people pray like that. He said, give me the anointing of Elijah. You are immature. You are immature. You don't know who you are. Refuse childish things. Grow into maturity. Continue reading. Let me end with this. Our time Although is he owns the whole estate. The Bible says you are a shooter. You are not. You see, the born again believer is not going to own. We pray like this. Thank you that I'm blessed. We don't pray to be blessed. Hey, how do I say these things? In the old covenant, you strive for these things. In under the new covenant, you have been given these things. Through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Jesus died once. And in his death, once you believe in him, you receive all things. Galatians chapter 3 verse 9. It says if you have faith, you are blessed. Along with Abraham. Abraham had to journey from place to place to accumulate his blessings. But what did you do? You don't need to do anything. You just have to believe. And the blessings he accumulated, they are yours. Through faith. That's the difference. It's a Jacob wrestled with God. You don't wrestle with God. You thank God for your blessings. He says what? Although he owns the whole, Although estate. He owns the whole estate. God gave you an estate. I will say this. It's controversial, but I need to say it. Listen to me. You people who are enjoying rent. They'll say, what has this got to do with Christianity? It has everything to do with Christianity. I'll say this once. I may not say it again. Because you may not like it. All those of you excited about rent. That's not it. He says, you own the whole estate. <laughs> you own the whole estate. Although he owns the whole estate, what happens? The heir is subject to guardians and trustees. The heir is subject. How can an heir be subject? The Lord is subject. The master is now a servant. Remember, you don't have a master above you. You are the heir is subject to who? Guardians. Do you understand what that means? Your father's house. He has guardians, slaves, senior slaves. You, the owner of the property, have come. You are a lord. You own the property. And everything in the property, including the slaves. Now, because you are immature, you have been placed under the chief servant. Many of us, we own divine health, yet we are under the affliction of sicknesses. We enjoy the sickness. We love it. We proclaim, we celebrate the sickness. We celebrate our rent. Hey, my rent is about to be due. Then you go back to God and say, God, if you will give me money for another two years to rent, you are a babe. You are a babe. You don't even know who you are talking to. He said, when I was a child, I talked like a child. 
You are placed under governors, under tutors, under guardians, under trustees. Until what? The time set by the, the time set by his father. So there's a time. That's what time is it? Is a time of maturity. There's a set time for every fruit bearing tree. When the time is up, you don't tell a mango tree to bear fruit. No one goes to say mango. Abi, you know that. <laughs> that means when you attain maturity by will, I told you maturity is by will. Next week, I'm going to teach you how to attain maturity. You can expedite maturity. You can facilitate your own maturity. You begin to bear fruit. When a tree matures, fruits don't struggle to come. The reason why you can't see fruit in your life is you are immature. You can't see the prosperity that was... I mean, many of us, we go to church to please our conscience. God did not call us into a religious fanfare. Oh, let's join a church so that when we die, they'll do a nice funeral for us. This is not a funeral home. This is a life-giving institute. The church is a life-giving institute. You are supposed to come here with testimonies, not problems. You are supposed to come here and share your exploits. How you met the sick and you laid your hands and the sickness ran away. That's maturity. How you bought seven properties in East Legon and you came and said, Pastor, the word of God works. We are not miserable people. We are kings. We are priests. We dominate the world. Don't be a child. It's too heavy a price to pay. Be conscious of your maturity. Hallelujah. Amen. When you mature, souls gravitate towards you. You bear fruit. You bear fruit. Listen, if you struggle with soul winning, you are immature. It's a sign of immaturity. Seek for maturity. If you are struggling in any area of your life, it's immaturity. Push for maturity. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Strive for maturity. Grow into maturity. The Bible says grow in grace and in the knowledge of Christ. Grow. Grow. Grow.